Hello, I'm Quinn. And I'm Alex. And we're A, a Couple, couple of, of characters. characters. We discuss topics related to creating characters for role-playing games. What are we talking about today, Alex? Today we will be making a rogue that is a tabaxi. Yes. And this is just a, an idea I've had for like a... Uh, when I read about the Phantom Rogue in Tasha's Cauldron of Everything, I've wanted to kind of make this class. So I want to make a Phantom Rogue, and I thought Tabaxi would be fun because, you know, cats have nine lives, so I thought that's, there's got to be some sort of puns in there. Yes. And you'll explain why the nine lives with the Phantom Rogue... Like, why the joke? Um, sure, so... For people who might not know. Okay, yeah, so what a phantom rogue is, they kind of walk the line between life and death, is what the whole thing about the phantom rogue is. And later on, I think it's at level 10 or something. Level 9. Level 9, okay. You can start collecting these things called soul trinkets, and, like, literally, when people die near you, you can grab their, a little essence of their soul, so it's, like, kind of like grabbing their life. So, you know, you can have a collection of these, and then it's like the cat has more lives, so I think it's pretty funny. Yeah, you can use them for things. Shout out to Three Black Halflings, because I just listened to their Rogue episode, and that is how I knew exactly what level it was. Oh, well, good. Yeah. I should know. I'm supposed to be, like, the one that knows these sorts of things, but... You know, sometimes I I, I lull people into thinking that I that I don't know. I'm lacking confidence, and then I just show them up. But actually, no. Got them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I that's basically all I got, though, for my idea. So, I don't know. Do you want to start and give a little background on why we're making the character, or do you just want to go? Um, I will, but first... It's time for a random encounter. This is a segment where we briefly talk about characters we've encountered outside of RPGs. Alex. Roll you... for initiative. <laughs> All right. Do you... do you have a character you want to talk about? Yeah, I have a character I want to talk about. Mm-hmm. So the character that I'm bringing today is Delilah Bard, or Lila, yes. from A Darker Shade of Magic by V.E. Schwab. And this is the first book in a trilogy, and I've only read the first book so far. Yes. But Delilah actually reminds me a lot of uh, the character we made on a previous episode for me, Essie. Yes. The um, So Essie, if you guys don't remember, was a warlock that kind of grew up on the streets as an urchin. And Delilah's story is very similar to that, where she kind of grew up on the streets. She found... A friend that owned a tavern, and then she lived with him for a while, but then she struck out on her own to kind of uh, make, like, a name for herself. Yeah, and to, like, kind of... She's trying to get money. Yeah, she wants to... While while being, like, a thief. So, like, he wasn't... Her friend was, like, um, like go find some, like, honest work or whatever. Yeah, he. she got kicked out when she picked... Or, like, stole from the tavern keeper's, like, patrons. Yeah. But, yeah, so now she just picks pockets and is, like, trying to become a pirate. And, yes. And, like, try to buy a ship and buy a gun and a sword and, like, a hat. You know, all the things pirates need. Yeah. Cause but she's she's a, she's a fun character. Yeah. Because she, she, all she knows about pirates is, like, what she's read about in, like, adventure novels. So yeah. her idea of piracy is, like, exactly from that, which is kind of funny. Yeah. And then she gets into some shenanigans and then gets pulled into the actual adventure 
that's taking place in the book and then she's like oh yeah this is this is great I, yeah. this is just what I wanted yes. was adventure exactly who have you brought for us today Quinn well today I brought Tavia one of the two main characters from A Song Below Water by Bethany C. Morrow the book is set in a world that is almost our world but it has like mythological creatures like sirens alokos which are kind of like a central african like fairy kind of thing okay and gargoyles these are all real creatures in the world but yeah in this world all sirens are black women and tavia is a black teenage girl who is a siren and she's caught up in the middle of the black lives matter movement the sirens rights movement and just living her normal teenage life yeah when does this take place it's urban fantasy it's urban fantasy but like 2020 like 19 yeah like 2020 2019 like in a 2020 where these mythological creatures are real and covid never happened so Okay. It's kind of how it feels. Yeah. I think it came out last year, but I can't remember for sure. It was either 2020 or 2019. Yeah, it definitely came out not that long ago. Um, And she's trying to hide her powers because regular people want to suppress sirens because sirens have these calls that can be used to, like, control people. You know, like a siren. Mm -hmm, Exactly. (laughs) Like, exactly what you expect a siren to do. Mm -hmm. Um, But she's also trying to find her voice and use it to make the world a better place. Okay. So... Like, just the juxtaposition of all those things coming together. And I also really love the relationship between Tavia and her adopted sister, Effie. And you could really tell they loved each other and had a super deep bond. And it just made me happy to see these two sisters loving each other. Nice. So, yeah. A little bit of, like, a friendship story. Yeah. Instead of a romantic for once, you know? Yes. Yeah, like, there's, like, a slight bit of romance, but, like... It's not the main thing. Like, it's mostly about, like, the relationship between these two sisters. Awesome. Which I really liked. All right. So now that the encounter's over, let's move on to some character creation. Let's do it. So you already kind of talked about your inspiration and, like, why you've been thinking about this character. Mm-hmm. And now I will, like, just give a little bit about why we're making this character specifically right now. Besides for the podcast, because that is what the show's about. Exactly. So I am going to be running a home game for my two youngest siblings and one of their friends, and Alex, to play. And it's going to be set in Cosnos because I don't want to make another world. So things that Naboon does, Naboon and Dagnall will do, will affect things that happen in this game and vice versa so we'll see what kind of things you know happen yeah so that'll be kind of fun and they have they made up some very uh interesting backstories they sure did they have thrown me for a loop one Mm -hmm. of them said that um so they're all going to be animals yep this is just coincidence i think i think we just all wanted to be animals yeah you all just wanted to be animals and one of them wants to be a turtle, which totally cool. It's in my world. And the turtles have now been banished, at least this group of them, underground a long time ago into like a labyrinth. So that's now something that I have to figure out why that happened. Yeah. And then the other one is uh, the lizard folk is dealing with these this like corporation that's trying to buy his homeland. And they're, yes. he's, he's trying to find a way to kind of thwart this and 
you know, protect his people and their home. And then the Loxodon, so an elephant person. Yeah, their littlest brother was scooped up and, like, put into, like, a circus, kind of like Dumbo. Yep. Basically, because he was put into, like, a freak show. Yes, and now he's going to try to save them. Yes. And... And you were like, I don't want to have such a wild backstory. (laughs) I mean, we can make it as wild as we need, but, yeah, I was not planning on being so intricate as to something like, you know, this whole clan of people was banished to a labyrinth under the ground. Yeah. So, you know. But I was thinking that I wanted to be from, like, a mountaintop, like a snowy area. Yeah. And I think we settled on the Stone Spires is one of the locations on your map. Yes. So a big, huge mountain range that takes up a lot of the country that we're starting in, that we started in for... um, For Naboon. Yeah, for Naboon is Akroar. And the Stone Spires take up, like, I think it's, like, about half the terrain. I don't remember off the top of my head exactly, but it's something about that. And so we just decided, yeah, this this sounds like a good good thing. Okay, so here's my here's what I'm picturing, Quinn. Mm-hmm. Getting into the backs right here. Oh, I sh- I also know the name of the character, which yes. I'll say. So I picked a very elaborate, weird name. It's kind of like in Wheel of Time, the wolves in the book have like yeah. really their names are more like feelings rather than actual names. Yeah, they're like natural phenomenon that you would have like a f- yeah like like a sense memory associated with it. Yep. So my Tabaxi's name will be the ash that falls from the sky in the winter snow. But I figured you could just call him Ash for short or her. I haven't decided on gender yet. Yeah. Yeah. So they will be the ash that falls from the sky in the winter snow or just ash. Yes. And are you still thinking that you want it to look like a snow leopard? I think that Seems pretty cool. So, yeah, we'll go with that. Okay. And then that also makes sense for, like, the snowy terrain. Yeah, that's kind of what I was thinking, too. So, my and what I'm picturing, Quinn, is kind of a... The opening picture that I have always thought of when I thought about this character was, like, a cat curled up sleeping in a Adorable. graveyard. Oh, oh, wow. Okay. Because they're a phantom. So, they're connected, you know, with the dead and... The lines between life and death. Do they Um, know about, like, their past? Or, like, they just woke up one day and they don't remember? Okay, I like that. Oh, no. (laughs) I like that idea. They don't know about their past. They walk up in a graveyard. Oof. This is... Okay. Now, see, the hard thing is that gives you more work. I know. Because now you're like, wait, but why? (laughs) Right. Okay. I mean, we can come up with a but why right here together. Yeah. Maybe so Ash this doesn't also, know. Yeah, that's that's kind of what I was thinking. It's like, you can have something, but, like, Ash doesn't know. Yeah. And this also feels a lot like what happens with, like... Also, if you listen to, like, our episode with Jasper, where we talked about Wagadu, where people, like, fall from the, like, upper realms and wake up in this purgatory, and then they, like, don't remember their past life. Like, that's kind of how this is feeling right now. Yeah, a little bit. And, like, you know, at, like, certain story points... You'll, like, remember something from your past life or whatever and get, like, hidden abilities and things. That's mm-hmm. a mechanic in that. Okay, so they wake up on this, in this graveyard, mm-hmm. and it's like, is it snowing? Is it cold? Are we, are they in the stone spires? 
you think? They're in the stone spires. Okay, they're in the stone spires, so it's cold and snowing probably. Yeah, but and they're fine like, with it. They're snow leopard. There's like a nearby city. Okay. The and ash. So they, Something was burning. Oh, yes. That makes a lot of... Okay, yes. There's a city nearby, but it's on fire. Or yeah. like... Okay, the church is on fire. So, yeah, something is on fire nearby. It, it's a temple or a or, church. Or like the fire is like like starting to burn itself out, but like there's a bunch of ash and it's falling and it is snowy and yes. you're on a mountain. Yes, the ash that falls from the sky in the winter snow, it's and, winter. Like, right, like so like you don't remember <laughs> your life, like what was going on before, but you remember like what things are. Yeah, and their fur is like, they smell like smoke as they, you know kind of come to their senses yeah i feel like they probably are running away from the fire they're probably terrified because you just woke up not knowing what's going on yes and they're in a graveyard i th- i don't think they're as worried about that you know well i'm saying but you'd you'd be like there's Confused. a fire and there's a graveyard what happened that right. was what i meant that like you're like okay i don't know what happened but i need to get out yeah well, so I'm thinking temple or church because I feel like a lot of times, at least in our world, graveyards are usually like adjacent to churches or temples. Yeah. Like a lot of, the, not not always, but so that's often. I know like another thing. thing that you had said was that like you wanted to w- worship because of your phantom rogueness. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously you're not gonna be phantom rogue yet because you're level one, but yeah. that's what you're gonna choose. Yeah. That you wanted to worship the goddess of death. Yeah, so I was again kind of thinking back to the Wagadu episode and the Daima, how they worship death. Mm-hmm. I thought that was kind of a cool idea that we could take to this world as well. So yes. maybe Ash is worshiping the goddess of death in your world as the goddess. So maybe the whatever temple that they wake up by isn't burning. No, 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 it is. I was thinking, okay, what if they run away and they find, like, another, like, they could find, like, a little temple or something that's a different temple that's serving the goddess of death okay. or okay. something. Okay, All right. Like, nearby, like, they run it for a day or something. Okay, and they go to a different temple? Okay, I like this. Because I was like, they. I feel like they need to end up in a temple. Yeah. So they, okay, so they end up at, like, this temple full of a variety of races um, and people. And they're all like kind of, I don't know, I don't know what a, I guess, so if they become a rogue, right, they're going to have some sort of, like, training, mm-hmm. like, in, like, pickpocketing and that kind of thing. Right. So is this temple teaching them that, or is this temple, like, just worshipping death, and then they, like, realize as they're, like, hanging out and doing the acolyte things at the temple that, like, oh, I'm really good at, like, you know, my I hands th- are really quick. I think it's more that... Whatever happened to them in the past is how they have developed these skills, and they don't remember why they have these skills, but they have them. Okay. And then they become an acolyte, and that's what they're doing. All right, I have an idea. Okay. Prior to the fire, rewind. Mm Mm-hmm. Beautiful. Um, So Ash is like some of our best race. They train to be like an assassin or something. Mm Mm-hmm. But they don't remember this. I, th- I think it's also because they really like books in which people train to be assassins. Well, but that anyway. is that is a book. That is a... It's my a tr- Yeah, it's a trope in books that you absolutely love. Yeah. So. So Ash maybe was training to be like an assassin, right? Yeah. And they get sent out on their first mission. Okay. And maybe they, like, they 
couldn't go through with it or something and like they chickened out and then as they like so they like are standing over someone with like a knife out and they're just kind mm-hmm. of like frozen with like hesitation and then like they the person wakes up and like makes eye contact with them so ash like backs up kicks over uh, oh yeah, like a yeah. lantern or something and like Mrs. O'Leary's cow on, yeah 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 starts this temple on fire on accident and then like bolts out I guess they come to consciousness maybe their memories start with them running through a graveyard maybe not sleeping because I don't know why you would go and sleep no <laughs> right I don't think this. they were sleeping I think they maybe from like smoke inhalation they just passed out okay and they come to in the graveyard okay that I makes was sense thinking. yeah 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 I like that. But so does this person like get a hit off on them or something or like to scramble their memory or do they just like they have just blacked it out because of trauma? Like the the trauma of like I couldn't go through with it and I was training. So I think that maybe what happened with. um, okay, so maybe instead of like backed up and knocked over this candle or whatever they were going to do it and the person woke up whatever and they were trying to fight back you know to defend themselves so they were in a bit of a scuffle yep and then they in that like the fire gets started Mm -hmm. and then but they're still like fighting and stuff and wherever they are in there it wasn't as structurally sound or whatever something happens yeah so that the building starts collapsing on them and that like it was traumatic for Ash to claw their way out okay, uh, of this near-death yeah, experience. Like, a a beam falls, kills the person they're fighting with. So, like, Ash, great job. You did the job. Yes. But then, like, you know, as they're, they have to, like, crawl out then, like, their tail gets trapped or something. They could even be missing, like, the end of their tail. Sure. You know, or, like, their tail is a little shorter than it should be. Yeah. You know? Okay, that seems fun. Or, well, not fun, <laughs> not fun, you know, but it's an interesting yeah. story so far. Yes. Okay, so then they end up at this temple, and what's the deal with this temple? This kind of also reminds me of um, Molly Mock's backstory in Critical Role, where he woke up. Did you get that far? Where he, like, explained oh. his backstory? Yeah, He woke because, up, like, yeah. coming out of a grave. Yeah. And then, like, you know, joined the circuits or whatever and didn't remember anything before his... Yeah that i I, so it's kind of like that yeah i was gonna say like spoiler alert yeah i know that because i oh that's a good point all right spoiler alert we could put a we could put a thing at the beginning i mean it's been like two years i think that people have had time i'm not worried about it (laughs) um you know if you're not plugged into critical role that might be a thing that happens in the second campaign it might not be (laughs) the only way to know for sure is to find out or to find out by Watching it or reading things online or whatever, or just don't. I don't care. You do you. It's also been like two years, so it's not much of a spoiler anymore. Yeah. All right. This is like when I found out. All right. Spoiler alert for Harry Potter, you know, something that's like 20 years old or whatever. Yeah. This is like when I found out that Dumbledore died before I'd read book six and was like, what's even the point? Yeah. But then I still read it. Anyway, though, back to Ash and this story. Okay, so so what is the point of this temple? I don't know. Maybe they think that... So they don't remember that they killed... Or, like, that they were in a fight with someone and they died. Yes. Because they've blocked that whole thing out because of the trauma. Yeah. 
I think maybe they remember, like, growing up in, I don't know, we could say, like, Alnaluma, right? Like, maybe they're from Alnaluma originally, and then they remember, like, being on this mountaintop, but they're like, I don't know what happened between these two times. Or but something why were like they that. named Ash then? All right, good point. They don't remember growing up at all. <laughs> I also like the idea that maybe they can, like, in, like, the Wigadu setting, like, they can remember things as we play. Yeah. And kind of, like, get memories back. And then I was also thinking it'd be cool if, like, Ash sees, you know, like, Thieves Cant on, like, a wall when they get to a city. And they're like, oh, I know, like, it says, I recognize it says this. Like, I know what it you know, means. bakery bread, two gold pieces. But I understand that, like, the way that the A is outlined means, like, this is a safe house for, you know, or, like, there's a there's a fence here or something like that. Yeah. And they kind of are, like, reading We're like, this camp. is this people's territory, whatever. It's like, uh, it's also, which I know you haven't seen the Jason Bourne movies, but it's like in Jason Bourne when he is sitting in this diner and he's like, Oh, yeah, because he can't remember. Like, he wakes up and he can't remember. Yeah, and he's like, I know there's 12 people in this place. Three of them have guns probably in their vehicles and, like, I could take them out. I know all the exits, you know. And so, like, Ash has some of these, not that intense, like, not as intense as Jason Bourne, but, like, he has, or they have some of these memories of, like, okay, I'm figuring these things out, but I don't know why. Yeah, do you want to, do you want to roll a gender or do you want to pick a gender? Oh, I don't know. I I don't think I feel comfortable playing a non-binary because I don't think that I can represent it well enough. Okay, so you want to do just straight male or female? I think so. Okay, that's fine. I would rather, like, you know, have a non-binary person, like, play that or, you know, I don't want to, like, misrepresent it. Yeah. Okay, we didn't declare. (laughs) No, it's fine. Odd is man- Okay, I was female. thinking that we were going to do that. You got a six, so. Okay, all right, so Ash is female. Yes, all right. All right, so we roll the female. So Ash is female. And then okay. you already have rolled your stats, and I don't remember oh, them. God. Can you just run through them for me real quick? They were, there was some good rolls and some very bad rolls. All right, so I rolled, I believe this was the order. It was an eight for the first one. Mm-hmm. Then I got a 17. And then I got a 15, and I was, at this point, I'm thinking, all right, this is going pretty well. Then I got a 14, so mm-hmm. again, I was like, oh, yeah, this is going great. Then I got an 8, and then I got a 6. So <laughs> we got two 8s, a 6, 17, 15, and 14. Okay, and that is, like, the order that they're in? I believe I swapped the int and wisdom. I figured a... Okay, so a 14 wisdom. Yeah, and an 8 in intelligence. Got it. Yeah, so I think I went with wisdom a little higher because I figured I think rogues usually have street smarts more than book smarts. Especially with, like, I feel like you training to be an assassin. Like, I feel like it's more about, like, reading a situation. Yeah. But I also feel like this could be a fun dynamic, right? So you could have, like, an NPC come up to Ash at some point and be like, hey, say, you know, hey, Frank, or hey, Betty, whatever. You know, whatever name it is, just whatever generic name they had. Mm -hmm. And then Ash is like, "Uh, me? (laughs) Yeah. And then they're like, good job on the... uh, that, jo- that first job, like, you know, or something like yeah. vague like that. And they're yeah. like, what? Yeah. So then 
she is like, I don't know what you're talking about, but, you know, or whatever. Yeah, I know exactly what you're saying. But, like, so the Assassin's Guild or whatever, as far as they're concerned, Ash, like, passed their initiation test, but then just didn't come back. So they're yeah. confused why she didn't come back. Okay, so... Right, because she made the kill. Exactly, she did it. So I feel like that they would go and look, and she's nowhere to be found, but mm-hmm. the job is done. Yeah, but maybe they see her footprints, so they, like, know that she lived. Or maybe yeah. they don't. I'm not sure. Well, Whatever. yeah. It doesn't matter. Well, they don't... Yeah, they, like, they know that she at least got out, but they don't know how far, how long she yeah. might have lived after, whatever. So maybe they're hunting her. Yeah, but not in like a or are they are they hunting her and like I mean you don't have to tell me because you're the DM. <laughs> yeah, but I'm just curious if they're hunting her in like a we need to tie up the loose end kind of way or like a if she hey, never where did this, came where did back, this girl go? like it's she knows that. some of their secrets probably. Yeah, like not a ton, but like if this was a test to get in she would know some things about them. And if yeah. she didn't come back, they're like, hey, you're a traitor, you know? That's true. Okay, this, again, is kind of reminding me of the Jason Bourne <laughs> <laughs> movie where he doesn't show up because he doesn't know he's supposed to, and then yeah. they, like, start sending other hitmen to get him, basically. Yeah. So that's, you know, a lot of spoilers in this episode because <laughs> I've just spoiled some of the plot of that's... the porn identity, which is, you know, another very old movie. Yeah, that's like 20 point. years old. Yeah. So I think it's fine, but I'm just. Uh, yeah. yeah. And it's also funny because, yeah, I haven't seen this movie. I do not know this. I know. And I wasn't even considering like born identity as kind of the back, the inspiration. But here we are. Yeah. OK, so. And the reason they can't find her is because she ends up in this temple. Yeah, this, like, remote temple on the top of this mountain. Yes. And, and, and also, fires. I feel like at a temple, there's going to be some, like, protection magic, like, anti-divination magic. So mm-hmm. even if they were trying to, like, scry out her location or, like, a locate creature, whatever kind of thing on her, they aren't able to do it for whatever reason. Yeah. And I'm going to say that she's going to have that object because i think it makes sense the one that like prevents people from like Like, oh the uh, the amulet of non-detection yes i think yeah because i feel like it would make sense like how otherwise they probably would have found her yeah that's true okay so yeah she has that and like she doesn't even realize what it's like she knows that it's an amulet from the temple she was at, like the goddess of death's temple, mm-hmm. but she doesn't know what it does other than like, oh yeah, it's got the holy symbol on it. Yeah, and I think <laughs> they just are like, this is you know for protection, whatever. Yeah, and and she's pro- she might have because she's not very smart. But, I mean, she's kind of wise, so who knows? Maybe but- she just wasn't listening, and then she felt too <laughs> embarrassed to ask. Yeah, well, because she's awkward. She's very awkward. That's her true. Her charisma is very low. Very bad charisma. She's an awkward kitty. Um, oh, I, I relate to this this <laughs> awkward kitty. <laughs> yeah, so she was like, okay, I, I shouldn't ask because I, I didn't hear it, but it's probably just protected me, f- like, in terms of, like, the God protects yeah. us all, you know, like that yeah. kind of religious stuff that people say. And then another idea that I had is that, like, she comes and she doesn't know who she is. Mm-hmm. And they're like, maybe they're like, you have been like, because she like tells them like how when she woke up, there was like this burning and stuff. And they're like, you've been spared by the goddess of death. Yeah. 
like you have been chosen by her and like this is like a moment of rebirth and like she describes the scene they're like maybe they all have fanciful names okay oh yes at at, like the moment yeah the moment when they like had their calling or whatever okay that's when they get their name yeah and so they they're like all right tell us about the scene yes which you Tell us when. Tell about. Tell us about your awakening. Yes. Tell us. And then when she you thinks like found the goddess. Yeah, and then she's like, "Well, I mean, I woke up in this," and then they're like, "Yes." And the ash yes. was falling from the yeah. sky, and it was. I mean, it's winter. Yeah. <laughs> so that's how she gets this name. So she's she stumbled into this new religion. Okay, and then she. So then why does she want to go to the adventuring school? Because the goal is to get us to the the Ironheart Institute. Right? Yes. That is where our campaign will be starting. So why does Ash leave these um death worshipping people and like go to the go to on Al- Luma to join the te- this school? So maybe there's a it's so remote. I was thinking maybe they're sending out people to try to like recruit or not not recruit but like kind of spread the word of the god yeah maybe the goddess of death isn't i don't think a lot of people worship the goddess of death yeah i agree honestly. that like so it's like probably like they're like well we need people to go out and spread the word of the goddess yeah that makes sense that she would be sent out um so how long was she at the temple do we think like I guess let's figure out how old we think she That's is. That's true. So I feel like she's a young adult, you know? Okay. Yeah, so maybe... I was thinking, like, early 20s, maybe. Yeah. I think she... Maybe she kind of, like, Delilah Bard and Essie mm-hmm. kind of was on the streets a little bit. And then that's why she got involved with, like, pickpocketing and, like, learned some secrets. And then she pickpockets, like, an assassin in this guild... And they kind oh. of recruited her. Oh, yeah. And they're like, either, so like, you got to pass this test to get in and or like join us. Or we're, yeah. Or we're going to kill you because you've crossed us. Yeah. I think that's great. And then, so then she is like, well, I'm not going to like get killed. So I will try to pass. Yeah. And then she um, does what we said, goes to the temple, makes the hit, um, then disappears. So they're like, all right, guess uh, she and wants because- to die. Because she didn't actually, like, she didn't want to be in this. That's, that's why, why she hesitated. She, yeah. That's why she hesitated. Okay. Like, it was for her own self-preservation, but she's like, I'm not really, like, a killer. And so now, after going to the temple of uh, the Pomus. goddess of death. Yeah, okay. Pomus. Pomus. So after Ash goes to Pomus' temple, um, does she kind of, like, accept that death is a natural part of life and it's, like, more willing to make kills or is this she going to be struggling with like actually killing people i feel like she might be struggling like i feel like she would think that like like killing monsters that seems fine yes but like like killing a person yes not so good yeah so i feel like she would struggle with that and like just because you accept death just means that like it is a natural part of life. It is inevitable. It is inevitable. Death comes for us all, but I'm not trying to speed things along. Like, Well, not for everyone, but maybe 
you know, if you come for me, I might kill you. And that's like, kind of what I think is that like if you are I'm not aiming to hurt to... me or mine, I'm yeah. going to defend us. Yeah, but like she's not going to go and hunt this assassin's guild, even if she finds out about them. But if they come for her, she's like, well, I won't hesitate to kill you if you're trying to kill me. Yes. Kind of thing. Yes. Cool. Wow, this this creature turned out a lot cooler than I was anticipating. Like, I really like this backstory. I'm glad that I was able to help you come up with a backstory that made you very excited. Because I know you were a little hesitant. You were concerned that you would get bored with a more I, I martial love magic. class. Yeah. I love magic. And also, thing. you know, with this connection with the death stuff, you might want to go dip into cleric. Yeah, there is a death domain, so yeah. that could make sense, yeah. Or a grave domain. Yeah, those are both, like, cool options. Yeah, and they make sense story-wise. So. I also was thinking a little bit, like, I know this is still martial class, mm-hmm. but, like, these temple of people, they almost seem kind of like they could be shadow monks as well. I also kind of see that, too. Yeah, like, maybe some of them are, you know, like... There probably actually are, like, a combination of all these things. Yeah. I mean, but she does have the wisdom um, and the dexterity to multi-class into either of those, Mm -hmm. like cleric or monk. So we'll see where it goes. And maybe she just stays a rogue. Yeah. You know, there's nothing wrong with that, too. Yeah. But I think, yeah. Because, you know me, I'm not a huge fan of multi-classing with the, like, role-playing reasons. And maybe there will come about some role-playing reasons, Mm -hmm. you know? I'm not sure what's going to happen. Okay, so her background is definitely urchin then. Or it could be acolyte, depending That's on how true. long she's at the temple. I feel like she was at the temple for at least a few months. I think it, I was thinking maybe a year. Okay. That's, like, yeah, that's fine. Because first she's recovering from this traumatic event. And that's then she kind of like starts to like help out and stuff and like learning a little bit more about Pomus. And then... She, like, maybe starts to embrace Pomus a little mm-hmm. bit. All right, cool. And then, so I, my other thought would be for a background. Mm-hmm. I kind of like the idea of, like, not, like, criminal, because criminal's not right, because she doesn't have underground contacts, but, like, I wonder if there's, like, another background that's on the internet somewhere that is, like, hunted or something, you know what I mean? Like, mm. Like, you're being hunted by... An organization. Okay. I wonder if that's a background. So we could try to homebrew like a hunted kind of thing. Or I know there's this one from Curse of Strahd called Haunted One, where basically you have had this harrowing event in your past that is so traumatic and terrible that you don't speak of it or can't speak of it. Mm-hmm. And um, you like can't run away from it. And some exempt that they have are like it was a dark moment a fateful decision or a tragedy an example a monster that slaughtered dozens of innocent people spared your life and you don't know why so like things like that so it could just be that like you know you i mean you you did say that you made like this fateful decision to pickpocket this assassin was forced to do this thing or perish Mm -hmm. and then you go to try to do this thing and then still almost die all right i have an um, addendum to the backstory all right tell me this addendum so they didn't train her really to be an assassin they just like were like okay go kill this person for us or we kill you so they didn't actually train her at all okay so they were setting her up to fail yeah 
They were just like, yeah, go ahead and kill this, like, you know, this person. So they gave her a dagger and, like, sent her on her way. Yeah. Like, and here's then, a little bit of provisions, go on. So then she probably, like, learned thieves' cannon and stuff from, like, her time being an urchin on the streets, you know. Yeah. But then she doesn't actually, like, have... I mean, so maybe the uh, Temple of Death, like, trained her up a little bit with the weapons and stuff that she gets, but, you know, that's... Yeah, I feel like they, like, you know, they're like, yes, death comes for us all, but, like, you shouldn't try to squander your life, you know? Like, you should be able to defend yourself. Or maybe, okay... Okay. So, so whoever she had to go kill mm-hmm. or try to kill, and she inadvertently mm-hmm. succeeded. Yes. Um, this person was like kind of powerful, and when she tells the temple people of Pomas, Pomis, Pomis, I thought it was not Pomis. No. <laughs> All right. When she tells the temple people of Pomas, like where she came from, they kind of maybe like the elder one in the temple kind of figures out, and they're they are like. Well, okay, this they well they don't say this to her, but right. they're thinking like, okay, there's some pretty nasty people over there at that place. So if she like was doing wrong over there, they might come for her. So I should try to train her a little bit. Okay, yeah. All right, and they set her up that, that like because I also feel like people who might be inclined to worship death, they might have like um, pilgrims and things come who are trained in like the death arts yeah you know so maybe they assassins and such yeah so maybe poisoners those kinds of things like maybe some people they set up to train her and that is why she got that item okay because they're like ooh, i know that yeah because the leader of this god goddess's temple is not an idiot right and they They would have to not be (laughs) and they also know that the direction she came from and like the place she described Mm -hmm. they're like all right this is kind of like it's not like a, you know, it's not super powerful being, but it was not like a, a slouch. Yeah. So something that she did is probably, and like they can tell that she doesn't remember things. So like mm-hmm. they're not necessarily pitying her, but like helping her out. Yeah. All right. All right. This all sounds great. So m- maybe I think haunted one sounds good or acolyte or urchin. Those are all good options. Or maybe we can try to homebrew one where... We called it the hunted or something. Yeah. I think the hunted sounds cool. All right. So you want to come up with a thing? <laughs> you know me. I'll probably try to come up with something. <laughs> okay. That's fine. We can come well, up with I mean, so looking at the feature for the haunted one, though, mm-hmm. it sounds like pretty close to what I think the hunted would get. Mm-hmm. Almost. So we could probably just go with the haunted okay, one. Okay. So we'll go with the haunted one. And we just know that you are being hunted. Yes. But she does not know that. No, she does not know that. Yeah. And I think she's gained, like, some memories of, like, her before time. Mm-hmm. But because this thing was so recent, like, it was such a short amount of time, that she doesn't remember the few days right around it. Yeah. You know, so she doesn't remember those things. Yeah. Which are the key to, you know, Yeah, maybe she remembers, like, being in a city... But she just doesn't remember, like, trying to pick someone's pocket, getting sent to the, the mm-hmm. stone spires, and then failing, but then accidentally succeeding, so she doesn't know what's going on. Yeah. Okay, so maybe it wasn't a church that burned. Maybe it was, like, a noble's house that was near a church or, like, temple graveyard type thing. Yeah. You know. But, all right, whatever. It doesn't or, matter Or, you know, like, much. 
wealthy people, like, their estates sometimes have, like, oh, a family true. graveyard. That's true. Yep. Also, she doesn't necessarily have to be in a graveyard. It was just my initial I, picture I know you really her. love it, and we can we can make it work. Yeah. Also, initially, she was a black cat because I thought, you know, black cat in a graveyard, very good, very flavorful, but I like snow leopard. Yes. Okay. Just because snow leopards are beautiful. You and know. But she, you think she's from Alnaluma or a different yeah, city? Yeah, okay. All right, so she's from Alnaluma. I think she's from Alnaluma. Okay. So do you think she was maybe a black cat then? Let's make her a black cat. Uh, you can make her whatever you she's want. She's a black cat. Okay. We've changed it. I okay. flipped it. Okay. But she has one white toe. Okay. Just that's one true. one little white toe bean. <laughs> but I'm not going to tell you which toe. <laughs> <laughs> going to have to guess which of her uh, 18 toes it is. Boy, do cats have six fingers on each paw? No. Six toes? Well, four times five is 20. Did they only have four? You said 18. Cats have five in the front and four in the back. Oh, my God. I did no clue. Five in the front, four in the back. Wow. Yeah. All right. Well, yeah, you're going to have to guess which of the 18 toes. And if you were like me and thought they had 20, you will be wrong if you guess 19 or 20. I'll give you that hit. <laughs> All right. Awesome. You want to give us a quick uh, summary, Quinn? Yes. Okay. So we have a female using she, her pronouns, tabaxi, who... Even though she remembers her childhood. Oh, no. She could have, like, maybe come to remember her name now, but... Yeah. But she's accepted her... Her, uh, her temple name. name. Temple. Yeah. So... Because she is, like... She's kind of bought into the religion and, like, the practices of this temple. Yeah. And so she... Because, yeah, they took her in and cared for her without, like... Yeah, like, it was kindness, basically. Yes. They won yeah. her over with kindness. Yep, they did. Compassion. Yeah. It also kind of remember, like, I thought of the whole the name thing with that because of another book that I just read, um, The Jasmine Throne, where one of the religions in there is that, like, the, is the nameless god, and when the people who follow that religion are born, the priests, like, whisper, like, a name about, like, their fate when they're born. And they can be, like, really long, like... Mm-hmm. This one guy's aunt's name was, like, five pages worth <laughs> of, like, a prophecy, whatever, yeah. about, like, how to irrigate the fields so that, like, you know, they wouldn't starve to death. Stuff like that. But, you know, some sort of, like, thing like that. And I was like, that's a kind of cool thing. There was something like that also in the Nevernight Chronicles where yeah. this one, like, people that were in the book, they were kind of, like, seafaring people. And when they were 18, they would get be given a name. And, like, the names usually were, like, kind of long and convoluted about, like, their destiny. Yeah. And, like, the character that was in the book that was from that tribe was just called Trick. Because, like, he didn't really get a name because they were like, oh, yeah, this guy sucks. <laughs> or, like, his, his destiny is bad. Yeah. So they kind of, like, tossed him out. And that's why he ended up at the assassin training place. That is a little sad. Yeah, it was. Oh, man, that book series is real good. I know. I know you love it. <laughs> All right. Okay. Back to the summary. Back to the back summary. Back to the summary. All right. Tabaxi, she, her pronouns, rogue, the you, ash that falls from you the You will monsters. do phantom once you get into your third level. Yes. Yes. The ash that falls 
on the mountains. From the sky. Oh, the ash that falls from the sky. In the winter in, snow. In the winter snow. And then in parentheses, in the mountains, if you want. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, called ash by people. Yeah. Um, they grew up in the city, chose to pickpocket the wrong person when they were like a young woman. Turned out 17, 18, 19, somewhere in there. Yeah. Turned out to be an assassin, was brought back to, like, maybe not their headquarters, but, like, a place where some people were, and was given the task of, you have to go make this kill, or we will kill you. Yep. And they're kind of like, you know, if she dies in the process, we're no worse off, and if she succeeds in this, then we don't have to do this job and pay, like, someone stronger whatever yeah and like we said it was kind of a it was like a difficult hit to make yeah yeah it was like an impossible task they kind of said like it wasn't actually impossible but it was highly improbable that she would succeed wait then why are they hunting her i guess because they don't want her her to know her their secrets because they didn't expect her to succeed because she did succeed she did succeed so they're just like going back on the word because they are like, well, we didn't expect that to happen. We wanted her to die, so now we have to go kill her. Because um, I like the idea that they're hunting her. Yeah, I think, well, because she disappeared. And okay. they don't, like, yeah. like you also, like, what if she spread that they wanted this person dead? Or, like, yeah. they were hired yep. to do All that. Right. Like, yep. that kind of goes against, like, their whole secrecy. Okay, yep, we're good. So. I'm back on the same page. I was yeah. going to make sure. Yeah, but this is a good good point, good question. So she's sent on this task to kill this noble, we'll say. Yeah, she was sent to kill the noble. Yeah, and she didn't actually want to go through with it, but she, you know, was she went on the path to do it because, you know, she wants to survive, she wants to live, and she's about to stab this guy in his sleep, and... Hesitates. Hesitates, and he wakes up. Something happens that he he wakes up, and he sees this. Mm. And they start to fight, and then um, in the process... Knock a lantern over. Knock a lantern over something. Things into the bed that's made, like, stuff with hay, so that catches. Yeah, so things start burning, and a roof beam a a joist falls crushes noble yeah and slightly crushes um like pins her yeah so you know she's trapped in this burning building and she does eventually like get herself out yeah but you know she's inhaled a lot of smoke and you know Kind of like maybe she like dives out of the window. Okay. Right? Yeah, and yeah. And like ends up in the graveyard. Yeah. After she like stumbles a little bit and like kind of passes out from yeah. the smoke. Yeah, passes out from that and the heat and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Wakes up and from all that does not remember what happened. Just sees that she's laying in a graveyard. There is a building burning next to her and ashes falling from the sky. And we are in the mountains. Yes. Then she bolts. Yes. She's like, this can't be good. Yes. I don't know where I am, but burning building bad. Yeah. And Cemet- then, cemetery bad. Yeah, for sure. And she travels, tries to run, get away, and then somehow after a couple days, whatever, stumbles upon this 
Yeah, I think she, like, she ends up at this remote place because she's lost. Right, and, she like, has no wandering. idea where she is, yeah. And she ends up at a temple, and, I mean, I think she recognizes that, like, temple, like, people like that usually take in people mm-hmm. who are in need. So yeah. this is, you know, hey, it's also a building. Hopefully they can help me. Yep. And then tells her story, and then they're like, ah, you have been blessed by Pomus. Like you should, you know, join us. And especially when she doesn't remember her name, they're like, oh, well, then, you know, you've definitely been doubly blessed that, like, you have shucked your previous life. Yeah. And have been given a new identity by Pomus. Yes, you have started anew. Yes, exactly. Like, this is your rebirth. And is given that thing so that they can't track her because the high priest, priestess, whatevs, Mm. TBD later by me <laughs> um, knows that whoever was killed was a kind of important person and that the people who would be like or no because she wouldn't know about the assassins right but but I think they figure out that the noble whose house is like burning was mm-hmm. important and like if Ash had anything to do with that fire, they're yeah. probably in trouble. Right. They probably don't know about the assassins. They think the noble's going to come after Ash. And maybe the noble's, like, family will. Who knows? Yeah, or, or you know, the government itself because, you know. Right. I think that the high priestess or priest's name is the dewdrop upon the flower in the sunshine. Or, like, in the spring sun or, sum- or summer sun or something, you know, whatever. Whatever you want. Add a little bit, something like that. I just like the dew drop upon the flower. In the sunshine at the end of winter. Okay. <laughs> All right, love it. Okay. Yeah, so the, that's their name. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'll figure out which word is their common name. Mm-hmm. And... Everyone calls them dude. Like, <laughs> like dew drop. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> Okay, fine. <laughs> and um, knows that, you know, whatever happened to Ash before, Ash is different now. And, you know, doesn't deserve to be, you know, like necessarily punished or whatever for yeah. something that sounds kind of like an accident. Yep. And they also have no idea of knowing whether or not Ash actually had anything to do with it. Right. So they um, get Ash set up for some training for that. Or maybe they think that, oh, like, Ash has shown some skills with some, like, dexterity things and, like, hey, you could help protect the temple, too. Yeah. Who knows? I don't know. I think that if you woke up with no memory of something, you would be... And someone was like, hey, I want to train you, like, how to protect yourself. You would say, yeah, that sounds good. Yeah, for sure. (laughs) That seems reasonable. I will do this thing. Yes. So that is how, you know, she's gained some of her, like, better rogue abilities with, like, weaponry. And they, so we also decided, because I thought it'd be, I kind of wanted to use, like, a, a weird weapon that I made up. Oh, yeah. But it's kind of like a double-bladed, not a glaive because it's not that big, because it's more of, like, a finesse weapon, but it's, like, two It's more scimitars. like the length of a quarter staff. Yeah, but it has, like, scimitar blades on the end. Yeah. So it's kind of like Darth Maul's, like, lightsaber size, yeah. I think we said. Yeah. And so that is, I thought that'd be cool. So maybe this, this temple specializes in that, like... Ooh, yes, I love it. ...weapon. So, like, if you see someone with that weapon, you're probably like, ah, oh, Thomas. 
Got it. Yeah. Like, give him a nod and keep walking. Yeah. <laughs> I think that is cool that that's, like, how she learned about that because it seems like a specialized weapon. Yeah, definitely. Um, Did you have anything th- else? I don't think I have anything else. Sounds pretty good. Yes, our summary got a little long-winded, but, you know, you get the idea. She was tried to pickpocket a the wrong person, got sent to do a job that was impossible, somehow accidentally succeeded in the job, um, but then passed out from the smoke, ended up at the Temple of Pomus. 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 The oh. Temple of Pomus. I was like, Pomus can't be right. That, like, Pomus stone? <laughs> That's a pumice stone. That's neither here nor there. So then she ends up at the Temple of Pomus, and they train her because after she tells her story, they're like, okay, you might be in some bad stuff. Let's give you a little protection and some training. And then she decides to go to the adventuring school because they're like, uh, I don't think we ever came up with that. Why did she go to the adventure school? That so was we, the other thing. Because we know. said that she leaves because they... Maybe the priest, the high priest, the... Ooh, yeah. The dewdrops is like, hey, yeah. you should check this place out. That seems like... Because the, the high priest or priestess wants the best for Ash because they like grow fond of them over mm-hmm. the year that they're there. Yeah, like a kind of like a parent-like relationship. Yeah. And so then they're like, hey, I've heard about this Ironheart Institute where they train adventurers. And, like, it might be a good next step for you since, like, you've kind of accepted POMIS and you have, like, you know, you've kind of learned what you can learn from here. And you're kind of, I feel like maybe Ash is a little stir crazy. Yeah. They don't like being cooped up at the temple. She's one of those cats that tries to escape every time you open the door. And you're like, this is a good thing you have going here. You don't actually want to be there. But you know what? Sometimes you gotta get outside to learn that and sometimes you gotta get outside several, several times before you learn that as your appearance cat Pip has still not learned it after getting outside many times and never having a good time. Yeah, one time this is a tangent, but one time he got out and there was like a thunderstorm, so he got spooked and he like ran away and was hiding under a neighbor's deck for like three days and he was outside. Oh, yeah. He's still, and that was like a few years ago, like I don't know, five years ago maybe, he still tries to get out. And it was so sad because the other cats when he came back, he smelled weird like outside, they were all like, is this a different cat? Yeah, who is this? So he's just a he's poor dumb a baby. Dumb, he's a little dumb guy. He's a little he's dumb sweet. guy. He is. Sweet and dumb. Anyway, though, so that's why Ash goes to the adventuring school and is trying to gain entry. Yeah. All right. I like that story. And we're having the haunted one background from Curse of Strahd. Yes. Or we might make up a humbry one, but we'll probably just do the haunted one. Yeah. Maybe adapt a little bit. Yeah. All right. Um, thanks for helping me out, Gwen. That was a lot of fun. Of course. As always. Yes. But before we leave you this episode, we have some listener feedback. Friend of the show, Jared, wrote in with a new character he's put together that he's excited to play. His name is Moore's the Death Knight, and the short version of his backstory is that he was created to protect an evil magic user in a dungeon. One day, the dungeon was bombarded by adventures, and Moore's was knocked unconscious. When he woke up, 
he discovered that his subservient connection to his creator was severed and all of the memories of the horrible things he had done flashed through his mind. At this point, he decides that his purpose is to make up for his forest evils as well as vanquish the undead that roamed the lands, and a deity of death intervened and promised Moore's power to make those dreams a reality. And Jared found a Death Knight homebrew online that he thinks feels pretty balanced, and he says that it's sort of like a paladin slash warlock mix. And this sounds like a pretty fun idea to me. Do you have any other potential builds for Jared? Well, so I haven't looked at the Death Knight homebrew, but it sounds pretty cool. I mean, a paladin warlock mix, I would be down to try for sure. You know me? I always love a warlock. You love a warlock. But I was also, initially when I read the story here, the little blurb, and then he sent the full story as well, which I read. But the... uh, the paladin subclass that jumped to my mind was the Path of Redemption or an Oathbreaker Paladin. Yeah. And so the Redemption's in Xanthar's Guide and they're all about like, you know, making up for... Atoning. Other, yeah, atoning and like kind of bringing peace to the world. Okay, yeah, so that does that could, seem like a pretty good fit. And then uh, Oathbreaker would be like, uh, that's in the Dungeon Master's Guide and, you know, that would be because he is no longer serving his purpose that he was made for. So you could go that route as well. And then there is obviously the death domain cleric, so you could do some multi-classing in there. Yes, for sure. Yeah, but it sounds like a really cool idea, and I like I love hearing these stories, Jared. Keep sending them. Um, and anyone else that has character ideas, you can send us those too. Yes. You can find more information about our show at a couple of Have ideas or feedback, or need help creating your next character, or have a fun character idea like Jared? Email us at a couple of at gmail.com. You can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at ACOC Podcast. We'd like to thank John Began for composing our theme music. If you like what we're doing, please rate and review us on iTunes. Give us one of those five star reviews and we will read it on the show. And also tell a friend about our show to help spread the word. For sure. Another way to support us is by becoming a Patreon donor. Just search ACOC Podcast. And if you become a donor at any level, you'll be able to listen to the second episode of our actual play campaign that will be released later this month. Don't have a date on that yet, but... In um, July. It will be in July. You can finally support us by going to bookshop.org shop slash ACOC Podcast. And any purchase that you make there through our affiliate link will help out our show. You can find me on Twitter at Alex in Winterland. And you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Not a Dr. Quinn. Thanks for listening. Keep on rolling. Nothing in my system. Okay. That's what the computer said. Mm-hmm. The battery was dead. Yes. I'm floundering. Yes, I see that. <laughs> I don't know how to save you. Well, you can look it up. I'm going to look it up. And then you can just say what it is because you're so smart. I'm so smart. You have all the answers. All the answers. Just uh, come back to my notesies. Mm. Was that an mm-hmm? It was. Okay.
Should I redo it? it yes, you weird. should. It was weird. Yes. <laughs> that was also weird. 